Say something. Say something quick. People are listening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe, I've said too much, the knickknack paddywhack give a dog a bone of internet podcasts. I am your host, Mike Laffey, and I am joined this evening, as always, by my compatriots, Izzy Swan, Joel Crawford, and Andy Berkey. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Man, it's great to be here. Yes, it is. So, Izzy. I wish, like, how you were gonna. You told us you were going to change the intro because I'm sitting here just trying not to bust a gut when you did that. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm looking for, uh, for for honest reactions, so it's supposed to be surprising. But uh, just uh, around the room it real worked. quick, Izzy, what you been up to recently? I just got back from a almost two-week road trip. I got to hang out with a lot of cool cats. It was up at um, Andy Berkey's place, Speak of the Devil. Oh, yeah. Um, we did a video, we recorded a video together and did a uh, Maker's Talk, something new I'll be introducing to the channel here shortly. And then I went up and uh, hung out with Chop with Chris, super cool Don't cat. Don't the table saw tacos, Izzy. Oh, God, mm. yes. How can you fry The table saw tacos mm. were insanely good. Tacos. <laughs> and then uh, Chop with Chris and then went up to Tony uh, Rulo's place and did the slip and slide party up there. It was a lot, bunch of makers were up there. I got to shake some hands and see everybody and... I, you know, I'd be here all night trying to mention everyone. Uh, short stop at Jimmy Duresta's, and then um, uh, got to go down and hang out with um, John Malecki for an evening. And of course, I ran into I Jessup on my travels, and you know, just a whole crazy, super cool trip with jealousy right now. Like, I just, I, if you were here, I'd I, punch you right in the tooth. Like, it just, you should be seething with jealousy. Oh. It was an amazing trip, and it was a long haul. I mean, there was crazy amounts of driving. Um, <laughs> I think there was one day where I didn't. There was one day where I didn't do a ton of driving. But the rest I'm sorry, of Izzy, was can, you, least... can you describe the car that you have that you drive? <laughs> 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 all right, all right. I want to put a. I want to put a, a sock in your mouth here, Joel. I went up. I, I rented a truck. Drove up to the UP, which is uh, northern Michigan, up around Marquette area, and picked up a Toyota Prius I bought. And um, from there, I I'm drove sorry, say that again. Toyota Prius. <laughs> Toyota, Toyota, Prius. Toyota what? All right, Toyota. wait, 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 stop. No, wait, wait, stop. I got you. You got to finish. I got to finish the story here. First of all, I fit in this thing very comfortably. It's an amazingly comfortable car. It was much more comfortable hey, than. I'm the, not uh, doing a Toyota commercial unless the, you got a check from them that I didn't get paid on yet. No, it's okay, not. I'm just... not. I'm just. I'm justifying my purchase here. <laughs> I'm justifying the purchase. Screw Toyota. I don't care. You know. Um, but I rented a small SUV to go up, and I, my legs were killing me by the time I got to the UP. And I could jump in this car and turn around and drive ten and a half hours down to or eleven hours down to Ohio to see Chop with Chris and, or Chop Chop with Chris, and uh, it cost eighteen dollars in gas. Nice. And then I drove to. Then I drove to upstate New York. That was like another 20 bucks. And then I drove to, you know, uh, Pittsfield, New Hampshire to look at shops and stuff. And that was like 10 bucks. And then by the time I got to John Malecki's, just before I got to John Malecki's house, I just passed the $100 mark. So I put thousands of miles on that thing in just a couple, you know, a couple weeks. And it was just incredible. Well, I have a technical question about that then, not, sure. not owning a Prius myself. So, uh, is there is there a lipstick <laughs> shade that works best? Oh, oh God! Um, I am so you, glad you I keep, didn't say that. Uh, you keep, keep talking. talking. You keep talking, buddy. Good, I'm, good I'm going to put less. 
I'm going to drive that thing all the way to California on like a hundred bucks and then, or less than that, like 75 bucks. So I figured it out. Uh, it'll cost me less to drive from East Coast, literally on the ocean, to the West Coast, literally on the ocean, for less than what it cost me for pizza. Hey, listen, with all the that kids. money you save, you can buy some soap and wash, wash away Bye. the shame. But, um, <laughs> and there is no. No, you know, is it's funny though. I'm, have you ever seen those eyelashes that they put on the, the headlights? I think I I'm, need you to buy those. Cool. I'll buy them for you. What you guys are what you guys are not getting here is it only cost me like five bucks to drive to each one of your I'm houses and beat your asses. So. I have, I'll have the wild turkey ready. I'll take my beating. We'll do some shots, and then yeah, I'll give you six bucks yeah. for the ride back. To be to be fair, there's a, there's a website called. Uh, something like toycar.com or something or windupcar.com where somebody makes a small attachment that you can add to your like uh, uh, 500 or smart car I saw it on a smart car once was the coolest thing ever it's basically a giant motorized windup key in the back oh don't tell me that I was literally just talking to Jimmy and to Jesse about building a like the old wind-up keys like for the yeah. little you know wind-up cars and like motorize it and stick it on if the back you put of the in, car if you put in car wind-up key you'll find the site it's amazing oh good no, i don't well, have to build so, one I'll just hey, find anything it. else we want to advertise for that we're not getting paid on it's just a... <laughs> right uh, sure as long as we're going at it you know i've already taken up this you is know, our like, first four podcast since you bought it so you can just sit there and take this we won't do it again next episode <laughs> Just, oh, I, you guys can pick on me all you want. I'll be great the whole time I'm saving piles of money on insurance, gas, and car payments, you know. So this thing was cheap enough to pay cash for. Gas is costing me nothing. Insurance is not that bad here in South Carolina. You guys can just, you know, drive your big fancy trucks. Well, listen, big listen, Izzy, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want you to get your dress wrinkled. I'll stop now. And... Uh, and actually, I'll tell you guys where I'm at. I'm on top of a mountain in the middle of Tennessee. I'm in nice. Pigeon Forge on the eclipse uh, plan yeah. that we have. Yeah, you nice. have no right to pick on me. You actually took a vacation around the solar eclipse, which that, is that just happens once every like mind-boggling. Years, though, Listen, sometimes, sometimes, it's so, awesome. sometimes the sun revolves around yeah. us. Sometimes it revolves around yeah, me. Well, Joel's married. Something else yeah, happens one, true. you know, once every hundred years that's in his true. life. But he doesn't go on vacation <laughs> to get that. The uh, no, we're we're going up here because this is near the path of totality, and uh, I got the kids up here. I got my photo gear up here. Hopefully, I take a photo. You know, you only have a few seconds, so you need to take a few photos and kind of sit back and enjoy it. And uh, did you get the? And appreciate the, the retinal. Well, no, no, the retinal burn is part of something that really lasts longer than the memory. Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool if that was the last thing <laughs> yeah, you saw? Hey kids, <laughs> hey kids, look at the sun! Quick, Don't, quick! I know a guy that's Don't got a Prius away. that can drive you around town away. pretty cheap if you burn your eyes out. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. I saw, so a post on, I saw a post on Instagram about don't let your animals out of the house on the solar eclipse because they might look at the sun and get retinal burn. I'm like, what the hell do they do on the other 364 yeah, days well. of the year? So uh, <laughs> what have you been up to this week, Joel, besides uh, preparing yeah. for uh, burning your eyeballs out of your head? Right. So... Um... We've been doing, you know, just uh, for the for the company, we're we, you know we're doing the daily grind. We're getting closer and closer to Christmas now. I know everybody's like, it's summer, you idiot. 
but this is the time of year that we actually kind of roll and we start loading up half the shop with giant boxes of our products so that we can ship them off uh, very quickly when people ask for them uh, with any hope in this mm -hmm. world they will be asking for them this Christmas and so we have uh, you know 10 boxes of eight of our Spartans on one side and we have like 20 of eight on the other side and then we have piles of beer flights and uh, I've got shipments coming in every day now this is when I spend myself broke and uh, I'm probably gonna be buying a Prius <laughs> so I can get anywhere because I can't spend any money on gas is it we can't all hey have just Priuses, call me so I'll come pick you up in mine I'll get a minivan right. I'll, I'll really I'll, I'll man things up a little bit for us so that'll be so, um, nice. all right, so, hey, uh, Andy. Don't laugh, that's my other car. Uh, what, Andy? <laughs> Yo. How the hell did he get in here? <laughs> I'm here. Who, who's Andy the doing? the week off? <laughs> you guys, you guys got Andy Berkey, ladies and gentlemen. You guys got to every once in a while. <laughs> well, uh, for those of you who don't know, welcome, uh, welcome Mr. Berkey to our Humble podcast, all nine of our listeners, if you wouldn't mind. He's a. Uh... Can, we, can we pimp his uh, Instagram right away so they can go look while they're listening at, at the amazing Absolutely. crap he makes? Andy, <laughs> oh, God, what's yeah, your Instagram? Just go to BlaineBerkey.com. Is, is the portal for, for all things Andy, and it is uh, it will take you to all awesome. places sexy. You can see, I mean, everything from table saw tacos to the Jesus's finger being repaired. I mean, it's, it, it's just, it pretty much covers the gamut. So it's uh <laughs> blame Berkey.com head on over, please. And that's it's Berkey a, with an so. E Y. That's right. Yes. B I R K E Y. Yeah. Andy, how are you, my friend? You no, know, I'm, if I was any better, I'd have a stick in my eye. Is that, I think is, that's what? good, isn't it? No, way, yeah, not good. sure. <laughs> Could be a sun in your eye. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it's better than the sun in your eyes, apparently. Or in your dog's eyes. Oh, That's geez. a thing. Fiona is not going outside on Monday. If no. <laughs> Get some pee-pee pads down, keep her eyes safe. That's right. That's right. Or maybe uh, we've got some, I got a few extra pair of goggles around here. Maybe I just give her some of those. Dude, you've got to put goggles on the dog. I mean, and, and Peter's going to burn your house down. But, I mean, it, it's going to be awesome for, you know, before that. Totally. So. But uh, Mr. Berkey, tell uh, tell the folks listening uh, what you've been up to. Uh, you know, I think the last time you and I spoke was on some terrible international podcast thing. Oh uh, yeah, that was a train wreck. <laughs> Fun, but it was a train wreck. <laughs> no, um, you know this is uh, a busy time of the year for the shop. Um, got uh, a lot of uh, historic restoration. Uh, epoxy work to do outdoors, which I've got about a two or three month window when, when I can uh, dry down, you know, like exterior columns and decorative millwork and stuff like that and um, get it down to uh, moisture content levels and then inject it with um, a real low viscosity epoxy and, and then bring it back to load bearing capacity and um, make it pretty again. So that's uh, kind of the big push. Uh, along with, um, I just finished a great big, uh, Izzy actually saw it, a big uh, white oak storm door. Um, and then uh, some res restaurant signage that I'm installing tomorrow morning. So 
It's busy. busy. So you actually work for a living? Yeah, you know, every once in a while. <laughs> I try to. Yes. Whenever Izzy, Izzy and uh, Joel aren't coming by my shop. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm actually coming down on uh, on Monday. I'm gonna I'm gonna have the famous tacos on the table saw. It's a thing now. I think we I'm, have to do I'm it. I'm the only person that hasn't been there yet. I, we're gonna have to plan some time. To, yeah, uh, I want to complain about this though. I have a gripe. Um, I Jessup went and stopped by. I saw the Instagram post um, was four months ago. Yep, and, that'd be about right. And she was posting pictures of this amazing work that you did and then pretty much everything you do is amazing but this was over the top and then when i show up there you just take me to this local church and the work is amazing and really cool but i didn't get to see any of the, the super cool stuff i'm i mean is it just is it just because that you know you, she's ugly and you felt sorry for her or i don't know I'm i think like, he was embarrassed to have you around with the prius yeah i wasn't in the prius when i stopped by <laughs> We don't need to go there, Izzy. I mean, let's just say she's much more presentable in public. Yeah, that's probably when you walk true. Her, when you walk her in a church, it doesn't quake. <laughs> the foundation isn't uh, sh- shivering like jello. Exactly. Well, she is, you know. Why is that statue crying? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to. I'm going to toot Andy's horn, and he's going to hate oh, me for it. I've been friends with Andy now mm-hmm. for a couple of years on social media, and we've had the chance to get together a couple of times out in the world. And this was the first time I got to look at some of his work close up. And, um, you know, I, I knew beforehand that Andy was, you know, master craftsman level kind of workmanship. But just seeing his work personally and seeing things like, you know, using – uh, you know, things that it's the details for me. It's always about the details that, that really make the, the craftsman, the craftsman, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, you know, and he would go through and I mean, uh, on some churches, uh, the church we looked at, there was gold leaf on some of the accents and um, they didn't have the budget for gold leaf on some of the, the renovation stuff. So he m- actually matched gold leaf flake patterns with paint. And I mean, not only, you know, not only the, you know, the aesthetics and, and the, and the uh, profiles and everything else he matched like oh, pretty close to flawlessly right down to the finish and the paint. He was matching stuff. I mean, it was just gorgeous. Uh, it was very difficult to tell the difference between the two. So uh, you, you know, when someone does that kind of level of craftsmanship and that atten- that kind of attention to detail, you're dealing with a seriously talented person. So, um, seriously and, and, disturbed. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but you know, or um, he's got dead squirrels all the great in his ones closet. Are. <laughs> yeah, all, True. All, all the great ones are, Andy. So. <laughs> Don't look in my why freezer. But um, that's why you wouldn't let me in the house. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, anyway, well, Andy, really you appreciate much. you coming on the show to have a, a craftsman and a, a, of your caliber uh, to be able to call you a friend and, and have you you know on the show and out there in the world offering encouragement and advice is a pretty well, huge deal hey as long as we're so, all uh, as long so as we're all tucking nuts you. here and, and uh, you know having a good time kissing each other uh, but I, you know I would just say and that's not a Prius joke but I would just say that uh, you know, Andy is not only a master craftsman but he is one of the finer human beings I know as well so um, 
for those who aren't aware, the whole Blaine Berkey thing was sort of this, uh, uh, and, and everybody listening to this podcast knows what I'm talking about, so I apologize. But for the one of you who haven't heard yet, um, the Blaine Berkey thing was basically just kind of a, a hashtag that came out of nowhere to, you know, hey, how do we, uh, if you see something beautiful, how do you share that beauty? So you find something that you take for granted. Um, you know, how can you share that with everybody? You know, it's, it's, so I saw this thing and I, I hadn't paid attention to it before, but now I'm looking for this stuff and damn it, Berkey. So we'll blame him, right? So that's, that's where the blame Berkey hashtag came about. So when that was probably right about the time I joined our little community online and my daughters and myself, mm -hmm. I told my daughter about it, my oldest, and she started taking pictures to send me and she was using the hashtag blame Berkey. And she's not a she's not a member of the, the group, so she would send me pictures, and she's like, "Hey, is this a Blaine Berkey hat?" You know, uh, I was you know I was just like, but she you know find a picture of a single flower growing in the middle of a field of dead stuff, you know, just all these little things, and I was like, "This is like <laughs> that's uh, you know it's it pretty powerful." So it's a um, yeah. So I would just say that uh, yeah, not not only just a, a master at, at at making and and stuff. He's at you know he lives life very well as, at the same time. So um, a tip of the hat to you, my friend. I I dare I dare say he's a spiritual leader Ooh. of our he's the Godfather commune. <laughs> so hey, listen, man, you don't have Here to. We go. You, yeah, I'm not sure I'd go that far, Andy. I don't know. Yeah, hey, Joe's got let's. let's if, if Joel's got a on. giant, uncomfortable. Um, naked, you know, <laughs> statue of Andy that he prays to in his in his office, I mean, I'm not here to judge. So, no, that's 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 not yeah. true at all. There's not just one. I mean, no, of course not. <laughs> so, of course not. So, um, well, just to uh, just kind of, I mean, this will be. Um, a very poor attempt at trying to focus the uh, the conversation tonight, but. Uh, one of the things that um, I think has set in, you know, you guys are all real busy. Um, one of the things that I've been dealing with here recently, and we've actually had some some conversation about sort of online, is um, people just talking about kind of getting burned out, right? So, uh, you know, just you just get you hit a wall, you know, whether that be um, you know inspiration dries up, motivation dries up, something, right? So you just there, there's just no possibility to um, just kind of pull yourself out of the rut. So that was kind of the idea for I had for the topic tonight. Now we can get into that or throw it completely out. But um, <laughs> if you guys have any ideas uh, on how to kind of peel yourself out of that, I could probably use them because I've got a whole bunch of things I want to do in my shop. And every time I walk into it, it just seems like there's nothing in there for me right now. So I'm <laughs> if anybody's got any uh, ideas. Actually, I can Please. give you a I can give you a great tip, um, and and let me preface this tip with saying that I may or may not have made at least three or four thousand Spartan knife blocks, and not that we don't do everything by hand, we do, and we love every <laughs> moment of our job, but there is every once in a while a possibility that maybe 2,862 might have gotten a little boring uh, for just the creative side. Obviously, our workmanship is, you know, premium from the very first to the last. But 
I will say that uh, the best way, if you want to walk into a room and you feel that, you know, sense of creativity, but you walk into the room, clean it first. Like literally, if it's your garage, it's your workshop, like just start in one corner and work your way to the other side. Now you're going to lose that creativity by the end. There's no way to get that back. But tomorrow, you'll actually be able to walk in there and then get inspired because you're going to have a place that you can do the work that you wanted to do yesterday instead of turning around going, ah, it's too hot, it's too messy, I don't want to deal with it. You're going to have a place to start. And you always have to take that time Mm. to kind of prep something. I know, right? (laughs) You want to be creative and make something, do something, so you go clean. Not the greatest advice in the world, but I will tell you it's a sure winner every time. When I get in a funk in the shop, the first thing I do is I look from corner to corner, see what I can organize, get organized. That immediately inspires me to move along with the project saying, okay, I accomplished this. Now I can really, I can let it go and make myself focus on this creative uh, moment. And that's how I win every time. Interesting. Hmm. That have you ever guys, you guys ever, that, that made me think of, uh, have you ever heard of Stephen Covey? The guy who came up with like the Covey binder and organizing your life, seven successful habits of people or whatever that yeah. nonsense is. He tells a story about sharpening the saw. Have you guys heard that? No. no. Seven, Great. Yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad someone hasn't. So, <laughs> seven highly, hi, yeah, is that seven highly are seven habits of highly successful people? Is that what you're talking about? Some of that nonsense, yeah. So he's, but the, uh, the and that's a really big book, and I'm sure people read it, but like it's got a lot of pages, so it means it also has a lot of words. So it's probably outside of my no pictures. Yeah. So I just look for the uh, give me the parables. <laughs> So, but so he, he talks about sharpening the saw. He, he's walking through the woods, uh, and he sees this guy, and he's cutting down a tree, and he notices that the the saw is very dull, you know. And here's this guy, just you know, he just back and forth and back and forth and back, you know, and he's just not getting anywhere. And he looks at the guy, he goes, uh, "Hey, why don't you sharpen that saw?" And the guy looks at him, he goes, "Do you have any idea how long that would take?" <laughs> yeah. So that actually just made me think of that when you said that, Joel, because that's. It just, it just makes it easier when you can move through a shop or, or your creative space, whether you're a painter or whether you're a you know, woodworker or whether you're a metal worker, having the organization there, uh, those are the things that detract, that make you lose your mindset on making whatever that item is. And sometimes it's just the best way to, it's kind of, I hate to say it, but setting yourself up for success. And then you can go in, it may not be the same day because you may have just blown your complete drive after you're full of dirt and dust and debris and you go back in and now, you know, your tape measures, you can actually find, you put them all together. You realize you bought 95 of them yesterday. You couldn't find two of them, (laughs) you know, and, and it really sets you up so you can go in there and give that moment of clarity, uh, without the distractions of, Oh my God, I'm actually walking on one of my children that was buried under the sawdust. And you know, Joel, the the flip side of that is also true. I find for me that it's a pretty good gauge. Um, I mean, I I thrive. I'm not a clean shop guy. I, I thrive in having stuff around. But there's a definite point that I can use as a gauge for myself when things start getting too messy and too cluttered. I find that that's a real good indicator of where my head's at. And, and for me, 
it's a mental exercise to just stop what I'm doing, get out a, a blank sheet of paper and write down everything in my mind. And that's where I start that process. I like that. So now, now are you, so you get to your shop and you basically, what you're saying then is that your, your shop is essentially a reflection of just sort of the clutter in your head. In a way. Yeah. Okay. And, and my office area too. It's just, when there gets to be too much, because for me, if if I'm under stress or I'm, if I'm under uh, burnout type of condition, I let stuff lay where I can, I know I have to deal with it, but I don't want to. So it lays where I can see it <laughs> and then begins to pile. And, and that's when I've got to take that step back and go, okay, wait, which is basically mentally doing what, what Joel was saying. Just out of curiosity, Bricky, how much of you, and this is a little bit off topic, but how much of what you do on a daily basis is work and how much of it is sort of art? Like, in, in you know, art being you're just creating things or making things just for the sake of making them because you just need some, you need some time to do that? Or is it all just, you know, shop time, eating tacos on the table saw to save time? You know, like, what is that, what is that ratio for you? It's probably 90%, um, you know, rent work. Um, now, part of that work is uh, very creative. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as I, I don't have the chance to do a lot for myself. Um, one of the attractions of, of getting involved in the online community and, and content creation is to t- try to tilt that a little more um, in that favor. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm very fortunate because most of my clients give me almost absolute design freedom. And um, so I get to build stuff that I want to build for them. And they usually dig it, which is kind of the ultimate luxury, really. So, yes, uh, it is. I want to put you on the spot just for a second now, because me and Izzy were talking before we came on that, you know, he and I are kind of in the same type of um, creative rut. So, and what you just said gave me a terrible idea. And uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there because great. All terrible ideas need a place. <laughs> so, but um, in my lap. Uh, whoa. Hey, no, <laughs> that's not a terrible idea at all, sir. Um, no. So if you could, and I, this is going to be like really, like this is this is going to be a dumb thing before I even say it. So I apologize right now. But just if you could make something for yourself, completely for yourself, right? Just take the 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 need to pay the bills and you know buy the tacos. Like what what would that thing be? Because me and Izzy are going to go build it tomorrow. <laughs> well, the latest thing that come across my radar is I saw an Art Deco gargoyle in Brazil uh, that is like a Mercury type of helmet, only really Art Deco. And I had the thought that I'd like to make a bicycle helmet um, into that and, and and make it look like stone so that I could ride around on my bike with an Art Deco head of Mercury on my head. <laughs> You, That's honest to God, the truth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is there is there anything that you? That's awesome. Is there anything that you might want to make, like maybe out of pallet wood? 
I'm not a Palatwood no, no, kind of guy. I, 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 I make one thing in my life in Palatwood, and at the end of it, I was just like, man, that was a lot of work. Talk about the all-time oh, biggest oh. backfire ever. I would be in the garage trying to make a friggin' gargoyle head. Izzy's going to call me tomorrow and be like, hey, I've spent that six bucks to come punch you in the face. I'm on my 35th casting. <laughs> No, I uh, actually that sounds kind of cool to be honest. Um, that that sounds pretty new. I'm not sure I want to make it into a bicycle helmet though, because that means I'd have to buy a bike and ride the damn thing. So <laughs> you have animatronic dinosaurs, dude. That thing would completely fit in your life. Don't you dare start. See, I was just I was just thinking it would be really fun to t- turn my drill powered go kart into some kind of gargoyle looking creature. Yeah, and, you know that would be yeah, there. You go, and cool. so it begins. <laughs> No, I'm I'm actually going to build a folding table tonight and tomorrow. So that's that's my plan. Well, if it's anything like that uh, folding shop uh, stool that you brought to my shop, uh, it's pretty darn cool. Thanks. No, this one this is a bit more complicated. I'm it's the I'm calling it the table built for two, so it's for uh, couples. But uh, it'll be interesting. See if it plays out. I don't even know if it's going to work yet. Be fun stuff. No, I think that, you know, we're getting off topic. There is no topic. You know, I, this I isn't think your first that, show. Um, you should know better. <laughs> you're right. You are. I'm trying. I'm trying here, guys. Give me a, give me a, give me a break. You know, I think that, um, you know, I, I think that we were talking about the burnout thing, and I, I, I'm not sure what I have is burnout. I think it's, um, I, I, there's no lack of ideas. There's never been a lack of ideas, so that's not a problem. Uh, the... I think the the climate and what we do changes so often it gets really tiring trying to keep up with it all the time and because i don't really have to do it i've been playing around you know i get to visit I, i've been taking time to go visit a lot of really cool people and um you know, do some traveling and not putting up as much content as i typically do i typically will do 100 to 120 videos a year and i think this year i might not even hit 55 videos um now I'm trying to change that. I've got a whole list of things that I want to get back into. But here's the thing about, you know, you could have all these great ideas and go into a, even I'm like Andy, I don't really necessarily need a clean shop. In fact, clean shops kind of irritate me a little bit unless I'm working with other people. Uh, for me, it's just, uh, I don't know why, I don't know why, but having everything nice and neat is almost a, a distraction. Uh, so I think that for me personally, it's more about just, starting something if i get to a point where it's just like all right i really don't feel like it but i'm gonna i, I just have to go out and start something and just um you know i, I don't want to be in there i don't feel like be, you know, doing this um just pick up a saw make some sawdust you know put one foot in front of the other uh that kind of that kind of uh, you know, uh push i guess once i once i start just doing something it doesn't even have to be what i went out to the shop to build you know, just cutting some sawdust, just making some sawdust or, you know, building a shelf to set my computer on or that, that really helps push me in the direction. Okay. I'm going to keep going. So for me, it's, it's more of just taking that time to really get out there and do it. So I don't know if that's something that'll help anybody out there, but sometimes it's just a matter. It's like going to the gym. When I used to go to the gym all, all the time, I would be, uh, you know, there were a lot of days I didn't feel like going, but I wouldn't think about being at the gym. I just drive there. And once I drove there, well, I'm here. I might as well just go in. And once you're in the gym, 
you know, you might as well lift some weights. So you lift a couple of weights and you, you just, it's a graduation thing that just kind of builds on itself. Uh, the same kind of thing for me, if, if I know that I really need to be doing something out in the shop and I don't really feel like it, I'll just go out there and then I'll mull around for a little bit and I'll pick up a chunk of wood and maybe make a spoon or cut something up or make a shelf or something. And that kind of just gets me into the mood of building and then I can just keep moving forward with that. So I don't know how, how much that's going to help with burnout, but that's kind of my method of methodology behind just getting getting moving. You know, it's just the object, object no, in motion wait, stays in to, motion kind of thing. To go back to something you said now, the, the gym, you ha you actually have to go to the gym? I did, yes. Because I put the thing on my key ring, and I haven't like had any effects whatsoever. Like, they gave me this thing, and I figured you just put that on your keys, and that was all you had to do. <laughs> hey, Trump. I can't that's not out. the case. I, I mean, out. I'm paying my $39 a month and the weight just stays right here. <laughs> 39 I already paid for 10 years. I was like, to hell, if it's this easy, I mean, you just put it on your key ring. That's all it takes. No, uh, Mike, I, uh, I named I, I, my... I want my 3500 back. That's right. That's right. I, I named my dog five miles, so I can just tell everybody that I walk my dog five miles every day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a much more terrible joke I have to that I won't tell here. That, that actually segues pretty well into a defense mechanism that I have. Um, and that is uh, early morning walks with my dog. We don't go, uh, we don't go, uh, you know, five miles by any means. But uh, that's kind of ties into the blame Berkey thing too, is uh, actively trying to see new stuff and, you know, music for me is huge. Um, trying to, you know, mentally recharge your batteries, you know what I mean? By just, whether it's a sunrise or a sunset or, or uh, going to a concert or something completely away from shop work. That's one of my, gotcha. that's, one of my that, that's, that's actually looking at your Instagram uh, in the mornings is one yeah. part of my routine. Like I, really? I know you're going to post a picture of, you know, a, a water tower, a light pole or a field of hay or whatever it is that you're posting. And you'll put a little snippet on it and just you know, kind of as a blame Berkey moment. And it's what, it's just one of the things I do like the coffee, you know, I, where I went to the John, you know, pull up Instagram. Oh, there's my Berkey for the day. <laughs> Well, those are, you know, it's purely selfish exercise of, of trying to just, you know, force yourself into, to, um, I don't know, kind of like rejiggling the creative reservoir. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, see, and that's, I think for, see, for me, like, you know, Izzy said he doesn't really have to do this. I mean, for me, I don't have to do this. This is just kind of a thing that... Um, you know, no, no living for me is made this way, right? So I don't, um, I'm not stuck in in having to make things to pay bills. It, it's kind of a release. So, so sometimes it feels like labor, and I just kind of want to avoid it because of that. Sure. Um, you bet. And, and then there's other times when, like, I just like I have there's 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 something in me. Um, you know, I, like I, I I can't quite put it into words well, but it's, there's, there's like, I want to get in there and try to do something. Right. But I just don't know what I want to make. You know, I've got, I've got all this wood everywhere. I've got, you know, woods. I don't even know what the hell they are, you know, and, 
I just want to get in there and make something, but I'm not really sure the best way to do that, you know? So, and, and, you know, it's just everything about it is just, uh, do you have a list yet? A list of what? Do you, do you like the, the projects that you've seen, like mm-hmm. that, that you'd like to emulate or do something with or make one of you? Because I, like, I have a long, like I have a notepad with all the things I want to do. And oftentimes those things, you know, they get pushed aside because of something else pops in my brain or maybe I don't have the right materials or maybe it's too much effort for that thing. But sure, one day I want to try it kind of a thing. Um, if you, as you go along, if you don't already, um, make a lit, make a, make a, either digitally or, or in a notebook and just, you know, start sketching out ideas or, you know, posting links if it's, you know, digitally to the things that you saw. You said, oh, I, you know, I, that's a really cool coat rack. I wouldn't expect somebody to use an antler like that, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, you, you can, you can actually, God, does anybody make an antler coat rack? Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna add that to my book. They have the anyway, deer feet ones. They do have the de- yeah. Or uh, what was the what was the oh they used to use elephant feet for um, umbrella stands. Do you remember I, that? that? I mean, that, you're, yeah, not, you're not that old, but they were in the you know like 1880s. That sounds terrible. Yeah. They're creepy as. Oh, it's so creepy. Yeah, I don't. Horrible oh, yeah, creepy. I, that's, there's nothing okay about that, I don't think. They, like, like two feet up of the elephant's, like, leg, and it'd be hollowed out in the middle. And yeah, you're not making this better. You know, this, like, this is, this is making no, it worse. Not it's at all. Horrible. I was horrible. actually trying to forget Yeah, that I'm trying to forget it as yeah, it's happening in that. real time. It's like, this is, the, <laughs> I'm wishing I had the, uh, the I believe pill. there was an. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I believe there's an influence from uh, India when it was a colony of Britain because uh, anytime I've yes. seen that has been like old import stores, kind of a thing, or or uh, on a British show of from or something from like the 50s mm. or 60s. Yeah, but, I agree. Yes, yeah. That's and yeah, for me, like I tried the book thing. Like I went out and I bought a really nice like leather bound like all that nonsense, and then I threw it in the dirt so it wouldn't look all new and stuff, and then. Uh, you know, and I wouldn't care that it'd get dirty. And then I drew up a whole bunch of plans and things in there for things I wanted to build. And then, and I, I don't know, for me, like I said, just it, it feels like work pulling that book out and trying to figure out what I want to do with it. You know, it's just, and, and I don't, it, it, well, then what you're putting in there isn't inspiring. Well, it is. I mean, there's some pretty cool things in there. It's just, um, I don't know. I, for me, I, my biggest problem is that I'm an idiot, right? So that's, um, you know, and, and, well, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean that's that's really the. You're not the only one, buddy. I, I get it. I mean, but that's it, so. Like, I just I gotta get when I make the stuff that I really appreciate the most. Like, I just stand in my shop for a little bit, and then I just start making things. Like, it just you know, it, it, and I throw more stuff out than I actually make sometimes, just because I'm trying to figure out the. The, you know, how do I, what are the pieces? What are the, you know, how do I put the parts together? How do I, you know, whatever. It's just, um, I, I there, there's just a part of me that when, when there's a plan, like I just, I, I don't know what it is. It's just that, that commitment is just too much. You know, my, my favorite thing to do when I, when I hit a rut, I mean, my favorite thing to do is just ask somebody, Hey man, what can I make for you? You know, like just to, you know, that's wow. ask a buddy, like, you know, is there anything you need? Is there, you know, can I just can I make a, like I made a bench for my friend was like, yeah, we got shoes all over the place. I was like, you know what you need? You need a bench. 
like a bench with like shoe storage underneath it and all that. I found this awesome wood and I made this cool thing and I gave it to him and he almost cried. He's like, oh, it's the coolest thing. You know, so um, that was kind of the way to pull me out of my rut the last time I ran into this, but that seems to be. You know, I've got shoes everywhere, Mike. <laughs> you need a bench? And I don't yeah. I don't know. I know. I'll cry for you. I can do it on cue. Can you? Oh, oh yeah. That a bit. It's hot. Yeah. How do you think I got married? Please marry me. Please, I'll, I'll die alone. Fair. She oh, took man. pity on me. This is what no. happens when you walk into the middle of a conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what happens. Welcome back. You don't want to know. No, I think, I think uh, Mike, you, you have to find something. I mean, if it's people that inspire you, because you are kind of a people person, then then find people that need things and then and then build it for them mm. and, and make it do. If you can't deal with your own thoughts or if you don't think they're as important or they don't give you the same satisfaction, then screw the book idea and, you know, go around and see who needs coat racks and, and you know, benches and, and made of antlers. And, uh, oh, benches made of antlers would be horrible. Oh, um <laughs> <laughs> you know, I also uh, kind of like the the, the Jimmy uh, Duresta, where he uses the uh, back of who's the that? Door. Oh, <laughs> the uh, post-it notes with you know just random things that he's had an idea about, and it kind of goes back to just getting things out of your head and on to something where you can see it and still be reminded about. It. I don't like. I've tried a thousand times to use sketchbooks and organize like you know, Laura Kampf does and those beautiful, beautiful books. What I need is just simple reminders that, tr that are a trigger. And that's, that's all I, I really want or need. Yeah. That makes sense. How much of your, I mean, you know, I, when, what was the last project you built just for yourself, Berkey? Like what was the last thing that you just, I mean, outside of like a gargoyle helmet, what was the last thing you just decided, <laughs> Hey, I, I need this in my life and I'm going to make it. Uh, I did um, a cherry and walnut little box for playing cards for my mother-in-law here not too long ago. Was that the, um, the black and white video that you did? Yes. Oh, dude, that video, <clears throat> was, and I sent you a message on that. I think it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, black and white until the finish went yeah. on. That was a while ago, dude. Yeah, it was. That was... Oh, and then, well, that's not true. Right now, I'm also working on a, a gothic um, kind of um, gothic tracery headboard for uh, a good friend of mine. And we work on that every Tuesday night. And that's that's really fun because, you know, I'll do a day of work and then set all that stuff aside. And he comes in with new energy and, and uh, you know, we work for a while on it and then have a couple of beers and a couple of tacos on the table saw and it's pretty casual, and I really enjoy those Tuesday nights. Table saw tacos has actually become a thing. Like that's <laughs> if you, I mean, and that's if you if you ever need to understand your like your position within our community, like you you had tacos on your table saw once, and then like you know, like there are guys out there that are. I actually said this on the podcast. I was thinking about smoking a rack of lamb in mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris Cute did a you know the tri tip on the uh, 
<laughs> on the table saw. So that, that was pretty good. Yeah, we need more of that. So <laughs> in our life, but um, yeah, Izzy. So uh, you're, um, you know, you said that you don't, you don't. This isn't something you have to do in your content. You're about half of what you normally would be. Like what, what, what is? This? Is that just a product if you just wanted to do some more travel this year and kind of get out there and see some stuff, or like what, what was sort of the? Uh, no, I, I was sick for I don't know seven weeks to start my year off. It was a really crazy uh, beginning of the year, and then um, I had traveling that was already pre-planned, so I had to do that. And then um, I, I just, you know, I'm kind of refocusing what I'm doing, and there's it'll it'll be apparent coming up in 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 the near future, um, what I'm doing with the channel. So, um, that's been part of the travel has been involved in, in refocusing where I'm headed, what I'm doing, learning some new software to make things a little bit more, um, better, I suppose. So there's been a lot of things going on on the back end. Uh, the content creation stuff is really for me is key because that's what people want to see. So, um, but I think at this, for me, I just kind of laid off of it for a while. Um, instead of trying to force myself through it, um, you know, and now it's, I'm getting back to the point. I'm just a few weeks away from back to, you know, making two or three videos a week at this point and, um, kind of really, I don't know, you know, you take that much time off. I mean, I haven't really taken the time off, but you take that much time away from what your normal routine is. Uh, it's kind of, it takes a little bit of a mind. It takes a little bit of a mind, um, game with yourself to get back into the swing of things and i'm, I'm doing that so you do know you uh, do you cuss it yourself no i i cuss at the wood and at tools and at i i don't cuss myself but i do i am fairly i do degrade myself like that that oh, you're yeah. stupid oh yeah you know you you know <laughs> what did you do that for or you know that was dumb or you, you, know, you idiot or whatever you know that's just part of it but um, every time I cut a two by four uh, to make it longer, I swear at myself a little. Right. You know, I've cut like that my, three times and it's still not long enough. It's like my grandpa used to say, you know, That's right. if I cut a, if I cut a board too short, all I got to do is add a piece. But if I cut it too long, I have no idea what to do. So <laughs> no, I, you know, it's just been, a, this, this has really been like, I keep telling everybody that, you know, asked, this has been my year of flux. So um, we are, there's a lot going on behind the scenes with the Toolmasters Association, with other programs and things and company stuff I'm, that I'm working on. And uh, still at point, YouTube is not my, my major breadwinner. So it, it, it has, you have to kind of, you know, you have to quantify the time spent um, where, where you're going to spend the time, where you're going to, you know, it's going to have the most in return on, you know, ROI. And um, so that's, that's to spend it, but we have, um, you know, we're right at the cusp. So lots of good stuff happening. And when well, I, I come back, same, I'm, I'm going to come mode. back strong. So every once in a while, you just got to remember, you know, where your bread's buttered and, and what you have to re reprioritize the whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's been a, it's been an interesting year. Um, lots of fun things happening. It'll be apparent. I mean, it'll make a, uh, for those few of you who actually listen to the podcast, it'll make a lot of sense here over the next next coming weeks and months what what I'm talking about, and that's not something I can really talk about at the moment. But, Speaking uh, of which, I think we you... have uh, 14 regular listeners, and I'm proud of every one of them. <laughs> that's 
14. And concerned for him, frankly. Talk about self-abusive. Yes, thanks. My cousin Lauren, I should say thank you um, (laughs) to her. Appreciate you listening. (laughs) But um, who's going to be our... Who's going to be our first sponsor, by the way? I hate to break this. I am. I'm hoping it depends be because Toolmaster? we do this thing for no, an no, hour. No. And, you know, <laughs> I'm usually drinking no, something yeah. while we're doing it. You guys suck. Toolmasters is going to be your first sponsor. Izzy Swan, dot, or Izzy Swan Tools will be your second. <laughs> nice. Awesome. What else do you need? I'm fine with that. Yeah. The uh, I mean, you know, as long as the checks don't bounce. <laughs> So no, your, your money's good as far as I know, Izzy. So it's uh, you know you're you're a man of outstanding character. So I can't imagine that that would be a problem. So yeah, no, I uh, I'm a character, all right. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, you are. <laughs> anyway, no, things are going good. Um, you know, we're back to the you know it, it's one of those unique things. I think we have to, you know, if if any of you guys watch The Matrix, you know, one of my favorite lines of any movie of all time was you know the sign over the door that says. I forget the, uh, know the thyself, Latin. know thyself, you know, and, and that's really the key to, you know, staying motivated and staying out there and, and keep pushing forward is, you know, know the things that know your triggers, know your, know your habits, know what, you know, Wait, what so you're you saying back. I what? should build a couch. <laughs> there you go. You might better build one with wheels on it, boss. Yeah, that's can, right. That's <laughs> right. While you're sitting go around, um, you know, I so I think that's really where, you know, it's hard for us to say, you know, I think none of us can really go to the whole, you know, broad spectrum of our audience and say, this is what you need to do. I think different things work for different people, and it comes back to knowing what works for you. And if you haven't had success uh, in the past at motivating yourself, then you just haven't tried the right thing yet. Uh, you know, my mm-hmm. my father was a was a uh, uh, one of those guys who... Um, he would just, you know, his his whole motive, his whole idea with life was you just, you know, you drop, you put on your horn hat, drop your head, and you bull through it. You know, if something gets in your way or you're not feeling it, who cares? You know, just go. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's the type of atmosphere he was raised in and, and spent most of his life in. So it wasn't, you know, we never had a lot of conversations about feelings and how this things how things are supposed to be. It was like I don't feel like working today. It was like well, tough cookies, do it anyway. You know. Um, you know, so it, it really, you have to cut, it has to get to a point where, you know, you have to know you, you have to know what triggers you. And, you know, if you don't, if what we talked about today, if you try it, it doesn't work. Don't stop. Try the next thing, you know, um, try to find the ways to set yourself up for success. Uh, find those things that, you know, work for you. And if, uh, you happen to have one of those days where you go out and you're not feeling it, but you step forward and you do it anyway. Find those things, those those that's the process that you went through that day that helped you get get over that slump, and then you know, uh, and then reinvent it the next time you you have the issues of of staying motivated or you know creator's block or um, whatever it happens to be that is standing in front of you. So you know, um, for me, it's the stepping forward and just you know, making that first step and then that second step and the third step. And then pretty soon I'm not even thinking about the steps. I'm enjoying myself. Mm. So. Yeah. I used to, cause I, I do some writing. Um, I, you know, that I people that, are, you know, I'm friends with on Facebook will see, you know, I, I post some, 
some stuff from time to time, just sort of little snippets, but I actually do a little bit more of that kind of just for myself. And one of the things I, I used to do, I may have talked about this before, so I'll apologize, but um, there's a book, uh, Stephen King wrote a book called The Talisman, which is an unbelievable mm. story, by the way. If you've never heard it, you need to. Um, but I'll get to the point where Good book. if I want to write something, like if I have an idea in my head, but I don't really know how to articulate it, I'll take it. I'll take that book and I'll open it up to any chapter, and I'll just start copying it, like word for word. I'll just start writing out everything that he's written, and just you know. And at some point, I just get something clicks inside of me. Just that that act of writing, something inside of me will click where all of a sudden I'm just writing again, right? Like it just the idea that I had in my head just suddenly materializes, and all of a sudden I'm you know I'm I'm just in motion, you know, and it's. Um, I haven't I haven't found a hundred percent like how to do that when it comes to sort of the, the making process, right? But in terms of I mean, I'm sure some people think of writing as being the making, but um, I, I haven't found the equivalent of that in um, in the maker's world. I mean, I can watch some YouTube videos and some things. Berkey, your your give me a minute series is is actually pretty cool for that. So awesome. that, you know, I can I'll be sitting there and, you know, I'll just be like, oh, let me just go to Berkey's channel and like, you know, watch, cause I can watch 26 of them in less than a half hour. <laughs> so, um, Somebody's got YouTube red. No one's watching. Yeah, They're right. not watching commercials. Um, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so I can just, uh, and yeah, I do have YouTube, red. but uh, I can, and YouTube TV, which if you don't have is awesome, by the way. Um, who, another person not paying us for the sponsored uh, content, but um I mean, that that's just sort of, I haven't really found the equivalent of that. Like, I just, you know, get online and just watch some stuff, you know, and, and try to see. But, like, it seems like a lot of the content creators that I normally watch have kind of gotten into the same funk all at the same time. Like, everybody's content is a little bit weird and a little bit off and a little bit, you know, it's like there's not a lot of people that I'm currently subscribed to. And I, I, maybe I need to go out and find some new folks that are, that are making sort of fresh, new, interesting things. You know, it's just a, I mean, Izzy, you'll come out with a, you know, just, I mean, you said yourself, content's down a little bit. And the things that you make are friggin' mind-blowing. So I'm like, you know, I like watching them for the entertainment value, but, like, most of the time I'm just not making that stuff because, it's you know, you've got, you're out of your friggin' <laughs> mind. Um, you know, but, like, it seems like most of the people that, you know, everybody seems to be in some form or state of flux right now. And I don't know if that's, a product of like what YouTube has done or if that's a product of, you know, whatever the case may be, but it just, everything's a little bit off. So there's not as much inspiration sort of pouring in from those avenues, I guess. Um, so, you know, and I just don't have a, let me copy this, you know, let me copy this chapter here and see what comes out of it kind of thing right now, because there, there seemed to be more of that in the years past and, and not quite as much of it now, or maybe I've just grown numb to it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you guys kind of experienced the same things or not, but I'd see that to some extent. Yeah, there's a lot going on on YouTube right now. I know a dozen or so content creators that are moving. Um, I know that the the new the new uh, share system that that um, that YouTube's been doing is really hard on content creators. You used to be able to make a video, and it was a good solid video for a month or two. Now you're lucky if you get a good solid views on it for three or four days or a week, um, unless you're making really searchable content, um, 
which is still a lot slower moving than it used to be. So you're back to creating more content unless you already have big numbers. Um, even with my numbers, which aren't, I mean, they seem, they might seem big to a lot of people, but in the, in the how many, no, things, speaking of which, Izzy, what number would that be? I uh, just hit 400,000 subscribers. 400,000 subscribers. Yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> it's not, that's really not, in the grand scope of YouTube, that's a fairly small number. Um, and I'm not just talking DIY, I'm talking across the board. Uh, so it's like, you, you know, it's not, um, it can be a little bit discouraging, I think, for some creators that are really putting the effort in. Now, you know, unless you're putting out, and it depends too. Uh, some of the larger people who do real good at SEO, um, and who do real good, who cross pollinate across, you know, different platforms are doing okay. Uh, but you know, it's one of those things where you just you really have to, you have to. It's it's not easy. You know, everybody thinks, hey, I'm just going to build this cool thing and it's going to blow up. It is. It's that. It's not how it works. There's a lot of effort behind the scenes to make a good, solid YouTube channel. Um, you know, it's cross crossing platforms and making sure that all your videos are legal so they're not you know breaking YouTube's terms of policies which change all the time and the algorithm well there's an algorithm doesn't change but the the way they you know distribute content changes um, and if you're not putting out constant content what a lot of things what a lot of times what will happen if YouTube sees that you're not putting out at least one or two videos a week uh, they don't value your content as much so they don't share it as much um, so there's a whole lot of thing dynamics behind it uh, but I don't, you know, and I, that kind of stuff can get you down. Um, it doesn't really bother me because I know, you know, once I get this little thing I'm doing out of my hair, I'll be back to making two or three videos a week. And then within a month, you know, I think it's a, it's about 60 to 90 days of consistency. YouTube will start sharing the heck out of it again and it won't be a problem. But uh, it, it can be discouraging. It can get to people. So I understand what you're seeing. And I, I have seen a lot of people moving and a lot of slow, slowing down in content. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see some people just completely bail from YouTube just because it's getting harder and harder and harder. Um, unless you're really putting out crazy unique content and consistently, uh, it's just not, it's, it, you know, the growth is just so difficult to obtain. So... That's a tough one. YouTube's becoming a harder and harder platform to really succeed at. So you really have to, it's a full-time, you know, it's a full-time plus some hours job to really make it work. Um, unless you're, you know, or unless you find that magic formula, and some people do, um, to really dial it in. So, uh, but, you know, I think, you know, we're back, we were talking about this whole thing, and, and what you said made a lot of sense uh, earlier uh, about your comment, Mike, about, you know, just starting to write. I just start writing something and um, and you know that's that's really it's just that whole notion of you know st of an object in motion stays in motion and once you start something uh, it's easier to keep going than from the dead dead stop and it's like for me like for instance I just lost a bunch of weight over the last seven months and if, you know if I were to look at the whole big picture of geez I need to lose 150 pounds because I'm way on way not healthy and I'm getting older and I have a bad back. This weight's terrible on my back. If I look at this big picture of I can't eat anything I enjoy eating for forever, um, that that would just shut me down. I wouldn't even try. So instead, I make a small decision. You know, it's um, I don't I don't need to say no a million times. I only need to say it once. I only need to say no the next time. 
you know, when I'm driving past the Taco Bell, like we've talked about in past episodes, or when that candy bar at the Ugh. grocery store looks really good. Taco Bell's not even. Um, well, you, you know, you're welcome to your opinions. So, <laughs> um, you know why they don't have playgrounds at Taco Bells? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just—they're definitely not sponsoring. Right, they are <laughs> not sponsoring. For me, it's getting past the—it's uh, just getting past the whole world view of everything. I, you know, you're like a lot of us, especially me, when I tend to go out to the shop and I'm not feeling it. I, I don't think about—I uh, don't think about that whole. I got to do this twenty things. I think about what the next thing is. Right. And just do that next thing, and, and you know, get rid of that worldview that's in your head that over that because it's can, it can be consuming when you're thinking about the twenty steps ahead of you, or, or it's like the meal thing. If I, I if I'm thinking about I'm never going to eat a Mc, or Taco Bell again, that's depressing. Yeah. Uh, so I just have to say no once. That's all I have to do. You know, I have to say no one time. And the next time I'm at a grocery store and I want to buy, you know. I want to put a bunch of sugar and creamer in my coffee, or instead I'll go get a, a you know sparkling water. I, I just have to say no that one time, and then that I say no again and again and again, and it starts adding up and it makes a difference. It's the same process in the shop, you know. Just do the one thing. What is the one thing that you have to take that first step and just do it? It's easy to do one thing, and if you don't think about the whole, you know, thirty or forty or sixty steps in front of you, and just that one step in front that is directly there. And just accomplish that and then you know write the next sentence and then write the next sentence or say no one more time or say no one more time or take that next step and then just take that next step it becomes easier and easier until it, it you kind of lose that at least for me I'm, I'm talking about me I'm not I can't speak for anyone else um, you lose that notion that uh, I can't do this because there's so much in front of me how can I deal with all of that I just have to deal with that one next thing that's all I have to do and that can kind of get you back into the surface of it, back you and back you. You, know, you can get back into the groove just by taking that one small next step. And that's, you know, uh, that works for me. Uh, you know, I don't know that it would work for everybody, but that's a process that works well for me. And I thought that was very unique. What Mike said earlier about just, you know, if you're trying to create something original and unique and beautiful, maybe you're just not in the space, just build something, build a chair, build a stool, build a mirror frame, um, whatever. You know, build something somebody else built. It doesn't have to be super complicated. As long as you're cutting, you're using your brain, and you're making sawdust, um, that's going to be motivation to get you to that next step. And, and I got news for you. Unless you're making the next Facebook, you're building something that somebody else has built. <laughs> I, you know, this is actually a good uh, time to interject that, you know, at the Toolmasters Association that Izzy's founded, I believe that the plans for some of his most amazing things that he's ever done are free to the founding members. Is that right, Izzy? Yep. There. Anybody who joined in the first 30 days when I first launched, uh, that was part of the promotional launch, is you get the plans for free. Anybody who joins after gets all the plans for 50% off. And there's actually, yeah. we are actually discussing the possibility of making plans free to everybody in the coming months. Um, but that right now is a discussion. I have we are we have some but proponents. I, and I some think people that's, who are there's no shame if you can't if you can't get inspired. Like if you're not inspiring yourself, then go to somebody like Izzy, where he's already done the, like the hard measurements. 
like the things that are not inspiring like but but you can get the the inspiring thing in the end because he's already done the hard work of the the design go build you know that table for two that he'll have out in the next week or go build you know a crazy contraption that turns bowls on a table saw or whatever it is that there's no plans yeah for. there's no plans for that one <laughs> don't build that. <laughs> And there never will be. All your favorites don't build that. Yeah, and speaking, you know, one of the things I love to do is build unique things that no one's ever done before, Um, like making a bowling ball on the table saw. I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who's ever done that. Uh, Or making four-inch juggling balls with a skill saw. Yeah, don't do that either. No one's ever done that. (laughs) Or a gargoyle helmet. Making yeah, yeah, a gargoyle helmet. Yeah, yeah. Or or making a bowling pin with a skill saw. You know, so I mean, there's, you know, I, I do pride myself on that um, kind of stuff, but there are, there are so many things out there that so many people have done before. Uh, so don't feel like, you know, that's one of the things that really bugs me is, you know, I see something happen on YouTube and um, somebody does this really great job of building, you know, we'll just call it a box, you know, and all of a sudden you got 10 people commenting, well, you know, the Wood Whisperer built a box. Like, yeah. So, what's your point? Or, you know, I built a jig and somebody else duplicated it. And, like, that that's Izzy's jig. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. My grandfather's grandfather's grandfather. That's who designed, you know, that's where I learned that from. So, you know, yeah, so don't. Most of that old school stuff is. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you know I, I, built a, I built a career on not being, you know, deviating from guys that built this stuff 600 years ago yeah 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 talk about uninspiring like i mean like your inspiration comes from figuring out how they did it you know exactly like that is true you you have to copy what they did you know and it, it might have to be done the exact same you know don't think that you know andy's the king of going back and looking at this restoration architecture you know, and saying, okay, well, they use plaster in these areas and they had to do it in forms and we have to do it again. I've, I've watched you mix stuff like that up for, you know, like using the smooth on casting sure. uh, latex and stuff like that to get new new forms. Um, that's, but but it in itself, while completely unoriginal, is amazing because you get to, to teach yourself and inspire yourself uh, like, oh, wow, so... We can cast these things, and we can make them look exact. And I'm doing gold leaf, but we don't have the budget for gold leaf, so we're gonna mix in paint that you know has the 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 color contrasts of gold leaf, you know. And and so the, all those things are just you know you can it doesn't you don't have to reinvent the wheel, build the wheel, figure out how to make it a little better, you know, build the wheel and figure out how to do it a little differently, you know. Yeah. But but build the wheel first, you're fine. If you go into you know that's that's a perfect. If you want to inspire yourself in the in the in the shop, go out there and build something that you've either built before, change it up a little bit, build something that everybody builds. You know, build yourself a table saw sled because it's mm-hmm. stupid useful, stupid easy to but do. Only, but do it in ten minutes. That's you have to do it in ten minutes. Do do it in ten minutes. You've got ten minutes. Put the timer on. Hey, if somebody gives you a hard well, time for you know, hey, you you was already yeah, well they excavated one out of a. Egyptian archaeological dig from 10,000 years ago. So the original guy's been dead for decades. So don't give me a hard time for building yeah, a box. I mean, okay. 
Yeah, they were, making pocket holes in the, they were making pocket holes in the third Yeah, and by the way, that guy used his toenail to whittle that. So, uh, you, you, so you can <laughs> shut up forever. But, it, but Izzy, wasn't it fun? Uh, and we'll have videos coming out about it here in the next uh, week or so. But it was one of the really fun things about having Izzy in the shop for a day was... Um, the, the creative mindset was identical, but the creative mm-hmm. process couldn't have been more different. No, it couldn't have. And I mean, I'm going to let a little something slip here. You and I took the exact same size dimension piece of basswood and we built two different things. You know, um, they're the same in function, but vastly different in appearance. And it was, um, it was really neat to see, you know, just your talents and the way your processes and, um, you know, just to see that whole different outcome, you know, just from identical pieces of wood, uh, two different craftsmen doing things two different ways, completely two different ways and coming up with two very different things. And uh, it was it was really neat. You know, it was just a fun experience. It was great to actually, it was kind of strange being in a shop with another person. <laughs> so, right, right. It's been years and years since I've done that, but it was uh, especially working in another person's shop, which I, I honestly can't remember the last time that that actually happened. I think yeah, that's the really. first time I've worked in another shop in I don't know forever. It seems like so yeah. um, every every time I see a, a a chunk of basswood or something like that, I swear the only thing I can think of is I think I'll carve a fish because <laughs> <laughs> that's all. You know that. Well, you don't know this. We might have carved fishes. You don't know, so. Well, I don't know. Here's the, and this is um, one thing I would ask of anybody out there who is a content creator or somebody who has a YouTube channel or something. Um, Izzy and Berkey getting together in their shop and collaborating—that's a—that's a place for inspiration, right? So that you, know, you got two just super creative, really. You know, just kind of amazing sort of craftsmen and, and um, you know, very unique. I'm going to have to get another statue. Yeah, just unique perspectives and everything. Um, but the opportunity for them to collaborate, you know, is just, you know, it, it's just not going to happen a lot, right? The the chance for me to get over to Joel's shop, you know, just just isn't going to happen that often. Me and Jimmy Darista are never going to do a build together, you know. Um, me and Matthias Wendell, we're, we're never going to build something together, but having his content online gives me the opportunity to collaborate with them. You know what I mean? So um, having that, you know, the, the drop-off, I understand that YouTube is kind of a shit show right now, um, especially with the way they're, you know, demonetizing everything and just, you know, kind of nonsense. But um, for folks like me who are out there, the opportunity to be able to just, you know, pull up my iPad and just sit there and, you know, watch you make a whatever, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be anything spectacular. It doesn't have to be um, something that's never been built before. Just having some friends I can watch put some things together is an inspiration and it's a collaboration. And it that type of stuff kind of helps me out of my rut. And and I, I, I know I'm not alone when I say that. Um, I know that there's plenty of people that think exactly the same way. So if you... And I think that part of the, you know, part of the funk around YouTube right now probably has something to do with sort of the loss of inspiration I've been feeling. 
Um, so, you know, take this as sort of a, a request. I, I'd even go as far as to say a plea that, you know, people that make things and put things out there, um, keep making things, keep putting things out there. Um, you know, it's just a, it's a chance for others to be inspired by your work. It's a chance for you to reach other people. Um, this podcast that we do is, you know, it's just a couple of guys who, you know, I mean, seven months ago, you know, never met, barely knew each other. Um, we get together and we talk for an hour, you know, once or twice a week. And the impact that we've had on people, like the, the feedback that we get from folks about, you know, hey, I listened to this and it really helped, or hey, I listened to this and it, you know, it, it kind of shook me out of a thing. And it just, um, you know, the, the podcasting world isn't, it, it's, this isn't a, uh, <laughs> this isn't a money waterfall over here. So there's, um, you know, this is just something we do because we really enjoy putting the content out there. And that's sort of, you know, we hope to kind of inspire and to reach people. It's the whole point we do this. There's there's really no other reason, you know. Um, and for folks that are out there making things and, and creating content and putting things and making them available, keep doing that as much as possible because the people that you reach, the people you inspire, the things that are made just sort of uh, as an ancillary benefit of your creation and, and what you make, um, you'll never understand the reach that you have uh, you'll probably never appreciate the reach that you have, but please understand that it's definitely out there. So that's my uh, my soapbox for today. I want to I want to back that up. Um, you know, I've been making videos now for four some year four years. Got three hundred and seventy two videos out there. Um, and the first you know year year and a half, I didn't put a lot out, just kind of finding my groove with YouTube. And, uh, it's amazing to see all the comments and emails and appreciation that comes across. And I will promise you, it, even if I never make another dime off of YouTube, I will always be putting videos out there. Uh, just because of that fact alone, it, it makes an impact. And then I get to meet really cool cats, you know, like the three of you guys and, and other, many others that are just out there, you know, doing great things cumulatively spending hundreds of thousands of hours out in their shops creating and, and to me that that holds so much value and, and to be able to influence uh, people uh, to get out in their shops and to be creative and to try something new uh, is huge it's, it's, it's an amazing it's an amazing thing and to get that feedback is incredible so uh, no matter what happens I'll always be making videos and uh, I, I would really appreciate that call to action like that, that made a it's good stuff. Well, I'm I'm very excited about seeing your next video of the motorized gar gargoyle. <laughs> so, I'm, I that might not be my next video. I've uh, got. I um, assumed that it would be your next video. No, I've got the folding table. I've got a folding. Uh, what's the? I got a I got a really cool crafting table that folds into a bed. <laughs> uh, Is it in the shape off. of a uh, of a gargoyle and have a drill attached to it? It should be, but it isn't. <laughs> I got um, and then I've got, you know, I'm going to bring back, uh, once I get back in the, in the swing of things, I'll be, bring, be bringing back Money Saving Mondays. It's kind of my answer to the, the budget woodworking stuff and then uh, some, some crazy stuff. It's going to be fun. You guys, you guys will just have to wait and see. Well, and I will just, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're a little bit over on our time here. And, um, but we've uh, got Andy Berkey. Yeah, so I, I mean, will, uh, who wants to hang up? Yeah, no, I get it. Believe me, I um. Well, and I would just say that, uh, 
as a matter of sort of continuing my sentiment here, um, since I do have you, Mr. Berkey, um, the the sharing and the stuff that you put out there, not just um, YouTube videos, but just uh, anywhere you share life, keep doing that. Oh yes, yes. Please Amen. keep doing that. The, the 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 world needs more of that. Um, there there's not enough folks like you on this planet, and that is a uh, that is a shame for all of us. So keep keep sharing all the things that you put out there. Keep just I, I will follow you until you are no longer here. <laughs> so and then I'll go back through the archives like you still were. So. Um, yeah, please, please, with your, you know, all your silly videos, your tying up Bill Lutz, your whatever nonsense you got coming out with uh, Izzy here soon, and, and um, just the, the pictures, the the thoughts, the sentiments, everything. Please, 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 please keep putting that out the, there for us. The tacos. Um, the tacos, yeah. The tacos. Stop talking about tacos. I'm getting hungry for Taco Bell, guys. Don't go to, right. no, you don't tie this. Those aren't tacos. Yeah, that's sweaty meat. You don't want that. <laughs> And, and real quick, before Mike goes into the outro, I just want to tell you that it's been a tough week in the world, a little bit, and there's been lots of people that have gotten a little little partisan on one side, maybe another, but I will tell you, and I'll say it again, don't be a dick. The mic drop you're, moment. You're going you're, you're gonna to do just fine, and you're going to help somebody else out, and those things are the, you know, that's that's the flower right there. Buddy. Joel, you, you're going to have to so. stop doing that, or we're going to have to change the name of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no it's, it's, you know it's just it's been a tough couple of weeks and 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 uh one of the best thing about the maker movement is that we live from from people who are destroying and, and i'm not saying physically on this case um but destroying things uh and there are terrorism actions that are destroying lives um we are the few, the very privileged, who literally make cool shit for the world to see or use. Amen. Amen. That's 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 where it is, right there. I I don't uh, I don't know if your views are uh, what your views are religiously, but I imagine that creation is probably right up there with the golden rule. Yeah. So <clears throat> so rock it out and and share your stuff and make the world. Make the world look and listen to your because it, it's tough. It's tough turning on a TV. It's tough listening to friends bicker uh, over things. And uh, you know who who could bicker over a, a desk that's got a thousand rivets in it because Berkey wanted to make something look like an airstream, or who wants to bicker over Izzy taking a dinosaur and putting a drill on it and walking it down the middle of a suburban street? And the kids are just slack jawed, you know. Or Mike with his uh, his iPhone holder that's a ninja, you know, that's that's hanging out there. You know, it's all these things. Are who 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 has words for that other than appreciation and inspiration? Speaking of which, and that's don't it. forget Spartan, Spartan knife holders, man. That was there. The there occasionally is the Spartan knife holder available on Amazon, uh, by the way. Available on Amazon. <laughs> Three, three easy Missing payments. Missing digit woodshop layaway is available. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, listen, guys. And uh, I was just going to say we can we can wrap this up on the uh, the final plug for the, the Spartan because you know what else is cooler? 
<laughs> so that's uh, but uh, listen, I just uh, Andy, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to spend with us this evening. Um, you are you are a wonderful soul, sir. I love you to death, and uh, it has been one of the greatest honors of my life to get to know you and and to be able to call you friend. So. Thank you so much for the opportunity to. Uh, hey, stop it. by again. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know what he's talking about, Andy. I don't even like well, you. You don't like anyone. That just puts him in good company. <laughs> That's but, true. Uh, he's just an angry man driving a Prius. But Andy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just got he angry. Had to go there. What, we could you, oh. can, can, Mike, can we please do "Angry Man Driving a Prius" as the title? Good feelings all gone. Good feelings all gone. I don't, I don't know if we can step up Berkey that like, way, but uh, yeah, I, look, slip right out the so back he's door. Got, you know, he's close to the ocean. He's got sand in his vagina. He's got uh, you know. He's just angry. But uh, Andy, please tell the kind folks where they can no. find you, uh, where they can be inspired, and where they can sing along to the sounds of Mr. Berkey. Uh, you know, between Facebook, I'm most active on Facebook and Instagram. I, I dig the Instagram because it's uh, just a quick mental dump for me. And um, so the, I'm, I'm there at Andy underscore Berkey, B-I-R-K-E-Y. Uh, or all my social links are on blameberkey.com up in the header. So thanks, guys. I Anytime, I would love to hang out with you. Anytime, anywhere, anyplace. Great, because after Izzy kills me, you're going to have a permanent gig. <laughs> no, you don't. It's just going to be me and Andy hanging out here. I don't know. Uh, what you know. Just you, Joel. Oh, wait, on. let's not get rid of the voice that easy. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've recorded enough intros at this point, I think you could probably get away with not having me there. Um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Swan, if you would, please tell us where they can find your Prius adventures. <laughs> I'm going to skip that tonight, guys. Just uh, I want to. I want to call to action here. Go out in the world, put some good stuff out there. Be an Andy Berkey, be a Bill Lutz, be a Mike Laffey, or be a Joel Crawford. Get some good stuff out there in the world for people to see. And uh, I'll be looking for it. So and uh, and if you're and if you're stuck in a rut, go to IzzySwan.com. You'll be able to find all kinds of cool <laughs> nonsense there. So Joel, tell us where they can find you. Well, I, along with uh, two other fantastic gentlemen. And the occasional guest uh, can be found at uh, maybe I've said too much dot com. And our social media, by the way, is uh, usually uh, it's the at symbol uh, maybe podcast. So at maybe podcast, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook uh, with that as well. Uh, and then uh, if you would do me one last favor, uh, don't worry about buying my stuff. But if you go over to iTunes and you hit that love and rating button and push it all the way to five, it sure does help us reach a few more people that are in desperate need of our preaching. Oh. Uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah, and, and if Google Play has the same thing, geez, guys, I haven't looked at Google Play. Does Google Play have a rating? I don't Just know. Just anybody know? That's the, we'll, uh, we'll find out. But if it does, let us know. There are some and, Android uh, users out there, I'm sure. I've heard of these people. I think, they probably yeah. use podcasts. Um, yeah, Mike, probably. Weren't you going to give people back rubs for leaving ratings? Yeah, he was. Oh, here we go. He gives, them, he gives them if they just smile at him. Oh. I'm the foot massage master. <laughs> <laughs> Pulp Fiction callbacks. 
But um, yeah, yeah, check us. Uh, go over there. What what uh, Joel said. He, he he took my thunder. I usually finish up on that stuff, so I don't even know why I'm needed now. But uh, uh, Mike, where can people find you? <laughs> people can find me. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I may have a YouTube channel coming soon. Oh. Wait for me. That will be that will be publicized. Um, but when it when it comes out, I don't. Uh, I've got an idea in my head for a couple of different things, and I got to figure out which one I want to do. But um, if I want to do one at all, but uh, I think there may be some inspiration uh, in that for me. So possibly Andy, we'll you're see. You have some competition on the gargoyle helmet, buddy. Here we go. Bring my gargoyle out, baby. You know how I do. Oh, it's on like Donkey Kong now. Yeah, it is. Berkey, thanks a, thanks a bunch, dude. I love you, man. I, I had a blast tonight, guys. Thank you. All right. So, uh, guys, check us out on the uh, social medias. Leave us your comments. Give us some five-star ratings on the iTunes. For those of you who uh, don't buy Apple products, I'm sure there's other places you can do stuff, too. So go on there and find it. Uh, hook us up. It helps other people find us. If you want to support the show, it's the best way to do it. So thank you very much to everybody. If you have any comments, questions, Please send us messages. Joel gets them all, and then he sends us one-tenth of what you send over, So, because you guys are pretty creepy. But uh, send us some messages. Let us know what's going on, and uh, we will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for hey, guys. Thank if you, you guys don't start being nice to me, I'm buying you all Taco Bell for Christmas. No, 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 no. It's not a good idea. Back oh, to the my God, the stench. <laughs> good night, guys.